0: chapter seven of sowing and reaping by francis e w harper this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter seven very pleasant was the reception jeannette rowland gave mr Romaine. there was no reproof upon her lips nor implied censure in her manner true he had been disguised by liquor or to use a softer phrase had taken too much wine but others had done the same and treated it as a merry escapade and why should she be so particular bell gordon would have acted very differently but then she was not bell and in this instance she did not wish to imitate her bell was so odd and had become very unpopular and besides she wished to be very very pleasant to mr romayne he was handsome agreeable and wealthy and she found it more congenial to her taste to clasp hands with him and float downstream together than help him breast the current of his wrong tendencies and stand firmly on the rock of principle you are looking very sweet but rather pensive this morning said mr romayne noticing a shadow on the bright and beautiful face of jeannette whose colour had deepened by the plain remarks of her cousin belle what is the matter oh nothing much only my cousin Bell has been here this morning and she has been putting me on the stool of repentance why what have you been doing that was naughty oh she was perfectly horror-stricken when i told her about the wine we drank and mrs glossop's party i wish i had not said a word to her about it what did she say oh she thought it was awful the way we were going on she made me feel that i did something dreadful when i offered you a glass of wine at ma's silver wedding i don't believe Bell ever sees a glass of wine without thinking of murder suicide and a drunkard's grave but we are not afraid of those dreadful things are we jeannette of course not but somehow Bell always makes me feel uncomfortable when she begins to talk on temperance she says she is terribly in earnest and i think she is miss gordon and i were great friends once said charles romayne as a shadow flitted over his face and a slight sigh escaped his lips were you why didn't you remain so because she was too good for me that is a very sorry reason but it is true i think miss gordon is an excellent young lady but she and i wouldn't agree on the temperance question the man who marries her has got to toe the mark she ought to be a minister's wife i expect she will be an old maid i don't know but if i were to marry her i should prepare myself to go to church every sunday morning and to stay home in the afternoon and repeat my catechism i would like to see you under her discipline it would come hard on a fellow but i might go farther and fare worse and so you and Bell were great friends once yes but as we could not agree on the total abstinence question we parted company how so did you part as lovers part she with a wronged and broken heart and you rejoicing you were free glad to regain you liberty not at all she gave me the mitten and i had to take it were you very sorry yes till i met you oh mr romayne said Jeannette, blushing and dropping her eyes why not i think i've found in your society an ample compensation for the loss of miss gordon but i think belle is better than i am i sometimes wish i was half so good you are good enough for me belle is very good but somehow her goodness makes a fellow uncomfortable she is what i call distressingly good one doesn't want to be treated like a wild beast in a menagerie and to be every now and then stirred up with a long stick what a comparison well it is a fact when a fellow's been busy all day poring over coke and blackstone or casting up wearisome rows of figures and seeks a young lady's society the evening he wants to enjoy himself to bathe in the sunshine of her smiles and not to be lectured about his shortcomings i tell you jeannette it comes hard on a fellow you want some one to smooth the wrinkles out of the brow of care and not to add fresh ones yes and i hope it will be my fortune to have a fair soft hand like this said mr romayne slightly pressing jeannette's hand to perform the welcome and agreeable task bell's hand would be firmer than mine for the talk it is not the strong hand but the tender hand i want in a woman but bell is very kind she did it all for your own good of course she did my father used to say so when i was a boy and he corrected me but it didn't make me enjoy the correction it is said our best friends are those who show us our faults and teach us how to correct them my best friend is a dear sweet girl who sits by my side who always welcomes me with a smile and beguiles me so with her conversation that i take no note of the hours until the striking of the clock warns me it is time to leave and i should ask no higher happiness than to be permitted to pass all the remaining hours of my life at her side can i dare to hope for such a happy fortune a bright flush overspread the cheek of jeannette rowland there was a sparkle of joy in her eyes as she seemed intently examining the flowers on her mother's carpet and she gently referred him to papa for an answer in due time mr Roland was interviewed his consent obtained and jeannette Roland and charles romayne were affianced lovers girls have you heard the news said miss tabitha jones a pleasant and wealthy spinster to a number of young girls who were seated at her tea-table no what is it i hear mr romayne is to be married next spring to whom jeannette roland well i do declare i thought he was engaged to bell gordon i thought so too but it is said that she refused him but i don't believe it i don't believe that she had a chance well i do why did she refuse him because he would occasionally take too much wine but he is not a drunkard but she dreads that he will be well i think it is perfectly ridiculous i gave bell credit for more common sense i think he was one of the most eligible gentlemen in our set wealthy handsome and agreeable what could have possessed bell i think he is perfectly splendid yes said another girl i think bell stood very much in her own light she is not rich and if she would marry him she could have everything heart could wish what a silly girl you wouldn't catch me throwing away such a chance i think said miss tabitha that instead of miss gordon's being a silly girl that she has acted both sensibly and honourably in refusing to marry a man she could not love no woman should give her hand where she cannot yield her heart but miss tabitha the strangest thing to me is that i really believe that bell gordon cares more for mr romayne than she does for any one else her face was a perfect study that night at mrs rowland's party how so they say that after miss gordon requested mr romayne that for a while he scrupulously abstained from taking even a glass of wine at several entertainments he adhered to this purpose but on the evening of mrs rowland's silver wedding jeannette succeeded in persuading him to take a glass in honour of the occasion i watched bell's face and it was a perfect study every nerve seemed quivering with intense anxiety once I think she reached out her hand unconsciously as if to snatch away the glass, and when at last he yielded, I saw the light fade from her eyes. A deadly pallor overspread her cheek, and I thought at one time she was about to faint, but she did not, and only laid her head upon her side as if to allay a sudden spasm of agony. End of chapter seven.